Hey, you human. It's your host, Katie B, and welcome to this podcast where you can tune in to real conversations with real people about that one thing that unites us all the human experience. Because it is through sharing our humanness, through seeing and being seen, that we will all walk each other home. All you came here to do is to be. And that's more than enough. Welcome home, you beautiful human. Okay, here we go. Hey, it's your host, Katie B, and welcome to this episode of the Hey You Human podcast. I have decided to do something a little different for the rest of the month of August. And the reason being, in full disclosure, is that I am starting a program or running a program starting the 6th of September. And that program is called the Dissension Cycle. And upon observing myself, (laughs) I noticed that I would talk about the Dissension Cycle and these phases of the Dissension Cycle, kind of expecting people to fully understand (laughs) where I'm coming from and not actually taking the time to dive into what I mean by the dissension cycle. And I really wanted to create some episodes where we take the time to dive in to the top three phases where people have the most difficulty. And these are the phases that I've noticed for myself I had the most difficulty in. And I also ran a beta run of this program over the summer I have been running a beta run (laughs) and I noticed that when we touched on these three phases people really perked up and they really there was a lot to say there was a lot to share and also in my working with people one-on-one this is where people come to me when they've hit three these three phases and so we're going to take like I said, the month of August, to do a deep dive into each one of these stages. And my intention with this is, whether you decide to join the program or not, I'm not here to push it on you at all, but I do feel that it's important as far as (laughs) I'm concerned. And I want to offer more information and insights so that if it is for you and you might find it helpful, you can know that and you can join us in the fall. And if not, prepare for some great (laughs) in-depth episodes for the next three weeks where you will find some things that I hope will be truly, truly supportive. And so the phase that we're going to be talking about today is called the space between. And it is the third phase of the dissension cycle. It comes after the dark night and before the threshold. But before we dive in, I want to talk about what the dissension cycle is and why I feel it's so helpful and important for us to have a framework to guide ourselves through what can become one of the most intense experiences we will have, especially at this time. I'm already getting jazzed. So (laughs) one thing I've discovered about myself is that when I start to talk about this uh, dissension cycle, there's so much to say that I have to 
um, filter myself a little bit. I have to tone down so I can bring it on in. Um, so what is the dissension cycle? The dissension cycle is essentially the spiraling descent home. It is the merging of our soul with our body. It is the process we go through from forgetting to a full remembrance of who we are and where home is. It is the spiraling dissension back to self. And the more we move through this spiral, the less and less we identify with who we've been told we're supposed to be. And the more we shed those stories and shed those identities that were never actually really who we are. And the more we do this, the more we live life from the place of our true essence. So it is the coming home. And what is the benefit of coming home? Why is it so important that we come home? And why is it something that we all crave? And not only crave, but we're all on that path. It's really why we're here. And I feel like humanity has come to a point where we are so out of harmony with the natural way of the earth and so out of resonance with our own souls and our own hearts that it's come to this boiling point where faster and faster we are descending home and this is in my experience this dissension cycle especially now is really heating up and people are going through intense shedding experiences and intense experiences of feeling completely lost and like they no longer know who they are or why they're here and then on the flip side of that, as people start to come out of it, we're starting to really see people take ownership of their light, people stepping into their true essence and becoming more and more embodied and more and more capable in their physical bodies to hold the light and the, the brightness and brilliance of their soul. And the more we come into harmony with ourselves and, and come into a place of peace and embodiment with ourselves, the more we come into harmony with the universe and with the planet. And the issue that I found with this at the moment is that while we are going through this dissension cycle, something that is needed, absolutely crucial, natural, normal, while we are going through this, we can feel very lost and very confused and like everything is going wrong or we're doing it wrong or something is wrong with us. And it can be a very isolating experience. It can be a very defeating experience and frustrating experiences. Sometimes we can get stuck in certain phases of the dissension and loop and loop and loop over and over again. And my intention with this program is to offer you a framework that you can take with you and place over your experience in the way that it gives structure to something that feels very chaotic and very unstructured. 
And in that, there is a sense of peace that comes over us as we really start to understand this cycle and really start to understand the subtle nuances of how we can guide ourselves through and maybe not get stuck so <laughs> long in certain phases and move closer and closer to home with each cycle that we go through. So how I came to this work myself was going through a series of dissension cycles that were very intense, the last one being the most intense. And when I first started my work or really first started to claim my work in the world, it was when I created the Real Rebel brand. And the Real Rebel brand was very much this, I, it, was a, it was the why. It was looking at the world and being like, we are so far away from ourselves. We are stuck in systems and have been told certain ways of living that, that we should abide by and adhere to. And really, it's draining us. It is cutting ourselves off from our own light. It is taking us further and further away from ourselves and from each other. And I was so, I had a lot of anger around that and I channeled all of that into speaking very solidly and clearly about the real rebel, which was rebelling home. And so I had my why, but I didn't quite have the how yet. And so <laughs> with the wisdom of the universe, as it does, I was given the gift of a very intense cycle of dissension. And in that cycle of dissension, I learned the how. I learned the how we come home. The way that we go from being so lost and disconnected from ourselves and hiding and then moving towards that full landing home where we trust ourselves and where we see ourselves, and where we can then stand in the world almost and say, this is me, this is me, and I fully accept myself, and here are the gifts I have to offer while I'm here. And the amount of peace that comes from that, and fulfillment that comes from that. And this cycle and everything here that I talk about is not about reaching some pinnacle of perfection or some illumination of, you know, this spiritual bullshit that's touted, <laughs> excuse my French, but it's about gently landing home and accepting ourselves maybe for the first time in our lives. It's, it's setting ourselves free to exist in this life as who we have always been. And so Real Rebel was the why and then I was taken on a journey to learn the how. And, you know, take everything I say with a grain of salt is something that I always say. But I hope that this framework that I'm going to dive into a bit here will prove to be helpful and will prove to give you peace of mind and a sense of groundedness and structure to, like I said, what can feel like one of the most intense and chaotic and elusive times. I found for me, the moment I really 
kind of channeled this framework and it came through well <laughs> didn't come through all at once each each phase was hard earned um but i hope that it saves you some time <laughs> and i hope that you can use it in a way that works for you because it, being in the dissension cycle can feel incredibly defeating and isolating and sometimes it can feel like we're lost and we're looping over and over again in certain phases. And the fear I have noticed that comes up a lot is, will I ever be free of this? Will I ever move past this? And we can get suspended in those stages. So I am creating what I wish and I have created, what I wish I would have had at this time. A framework to guide yourself through the seven phases of dissension home so that we can let go of everything we hold on to and identify with that never was who we truly are. So the first phase we're going to dive into for the month of August is the space between. And this is actually the third phase in the dissension cycle. So it follows the dark night where we have crumbled. We have met the death um, of, our, of our old self. The dark night is like the dying and the death of a part of us that is just ready to die. And the space between is this sacred pause that we enter after this time of death and letting go. And the best way I've been able to describe the space between is it feels like you are suspended in nothingness, where the door to your old life is closed and the door to your new one, not only is it not open, but you can't even find it. <laughs> like you don't even know where it is. There's a loss of dreams. There's a loss of motivation, a loss of inspiration. It's almost like you don't have a dream or a vision anymore for your life. And this is all by design. And this is all supposed to happen in this way. And the issue is where we try to force a vision or a dream or where we try to force movement in a space that is energetically designed for us to rest, for us to listen, for us to notice. In the space between, we become incredibly permeable, where the veil between ourselves and the unseen is very thin. And it is kind of like that cocoon stage where we become mush. And like all the phases, the more we resist the natural way the energy of this phase wants to move, the longer we stay in it because we are not alchemizing the energy of that space. We are not letting ourselves be transformed. We are living in our heads and trying to force what we think should happen. Or we are living in our bodies, which are which is where we need to be. But a lot of times the message our body is signaling to us is that we're not safe, that it's not safe to slow down. It's not safe to be in this space between. 
that we should be working, we should be creating. And that, you know, is a sign and a result or a symptom of this imbalance in the masculine energy and this patriarchal system that tells us our value lies in our production and our ability to produce. And the space between, for me, was one of the most difficult spaces because it felt like no matter how hard I tried to reach and, you know, even tune in and I do like air quotes, <laughs> surrender, because I didn't actually surrender. I was surrendering with the the hope and the purpose of surrendering so I could quickly come out of this space, <laughs> which is ultimately not truly surrendering. No matter how hard I I tried to shift myself out of the space between, I wasn't going to be released from it until I let myself fully be in it. And this I've found is true for all of the phases of dissension. And the more we resist what is naturally trying to happen for us, the harder a time we have. And so the purpose of a space between is to essentially direct ourselves inward. So in the space between, it's not uncommon for all external things in our life to disappear, to feel unreachable. It's almost as if we are knocking on the door of certain relationships or career opportunities or places to live or dreams or visions, and nobody's home. <laughs> and I laugh uh, because I can now because I'm not in it. But when I was in it, I, it was one of the most frustrating parts because what it is teaching us and what it is directing us towards is self-sourced safety, self-sourced validation. It is inviting us to turn inward and direct and pull all of our energy inward so that we can connect to our hearts and so that we can learn to live in our body it, from a place of beingness and to recognize that our value never was in what we could do but always was in our beingness in who we innately were and are and our bodies in this space will be often in a, a place of fight or flight because we feel we need to do in order to be valuable in order for our life to be on track and then we can get so exhausted being in a state of fight or flight that we eventually shut down and in this space between it's not uncommon to enter a deep place of depression and someone once said and I can't remember who it was but they said depression if you think about it de depression it's like deep rest and again, when we resist what is, so let's say we keep entering depression after depression, it's happening for a reason. It's happening because there is something for us in being in that place of depression or deep rest. And can we allow ourselves to be there? 
can we allow ourselves to be human and not machine? And to not always be in our masculine energy, but to lean into the feminine energy that is innate in the space between, to be in a place of receiving, to be in a place of rest, and teach our body that it is safe for us to be in that place. And not only is it safe, it's necessary. If we went from a dark night of the soul where our old life died and we were in the dying process and then expected ourselves to then go right back into creation, we are missing a crucial step. We are missing the part where we listen deeply, where we rest, where we come to a place of receiving. And a lot of times we we try to do this. We force ourselves to go into creation. And the cycle, the dissension cycle and all its wisdom, <laughs> I, I laugh. This is no laughing matter, Katie. It's beautiful because in going into, I, I laugh because I did this many times. <laughs> I'm stubborn. So in going into creation or trying to create right after a death of an old life we will only bump our heads up against the wall we will only come up against intense resistance we will go to create something and hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock or we will burn out or we will feel the entire time we're doing it that it's forced and that we are trying too hard and we can only keep that up for so long. And the, the remedy to that, the antidote to that, is taking time to be in the sacred pause. To be okay living in the question mark. To make peace not knowing what's next. To make peace living without a dream, without inspiration, without motivation. And teaching ourselves that although this is not what we have been taught that it is safe for us to slow down that it is safe for us to be in a space of listening and receiving and that even if we're not producing in that place it doesn't mean we have lost our value it doesn't mean we will get left behind it means we are in exactly the right place this place is sacred this place is required, and this place, if we let it be, can be one of the most beautiful and gentle experiences of our lives. For me, when I finally truly surrendered to the space between, I entered this very innocent and gentle space where I came to a place of deep acceptance that I didn't know when I would dream again. I didn't know when I would feel motivated again. I didn't know when I would feel inspired or if I ever would. And it felt like it might, I might be in this place forever. And I had to accept that. And in the acceptance of that, I started to really see the beauty in just being. I started to turn my energy inward and my connection with my heart became very deep. 
A question I asked myself a lot in this phase was, what is true? Because my mind was so busy telling me how it was wrong and not safe and I was going to get left behind and would I, get ever, would I ever get out of this phase. When I noticed that was happening, I noticed that my energy was reaching out to the external. And anytime that happened, I knew intuitively that what I needed to do and what felt the best, almost like, <laughs> I don't know why, felt like when someone gives you a back rub, you're just like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> it felt right to turn and direct my energy inward and ask myself the question and my intuitive knowing what's true. And a lot of times the answer that would come through would be that you are exactly where you need to be and your only job right now is to be here. It is not your job to worry about what the next step is. Those steps will emerge slowly in the right time. And right now, your only job is to just be here. And I think in our lives, a lot of times we live on a daily basis, never actually being here. And for me, that was one of the biggest gifts of the space between, was to come to the realization and this grounded feeling that I'm enough as I am, and that my beingness is why I'm here. Our beingness is our purpose. To observe beauty, to receive the beauty of this experience, and that none of it's wrong, and that we're on the right path, and we don't need to prove ourselves as worthy. And what's great about when that kind of locks into our reality is that when the time does come for us to move into the threshold, which is the next one we'll be talking about next Tuesday, and into creation and expansion, which is the one <laughs> we'll be talking about the Tuesday after that, is that we do so from a healthily detached place. We do so from a place where our identity is no longer wrapped up in what we create in this world. That we are solid in our beingness, that we witness ourselves and our soul for who we are, and we don't then take that and place our value in something external, whether it be a relationship, the place we live, the car we drive, what we wear, what we create, the career we have, whatever it may be, that our validation, our worth, all of that rests within and is solid in this place. And that is that landing home. And I think so much of the actual coming home to ourselves happens in the space between. The space where it feels as if nothing is happening. The space where we feel we are lost in limbo land and can't catch anything solid. And where we are then directed to return to the only place that ever really was solid, which is our connection to ourself, our heart. And that's where we find home. And when we found home in this place, more and more we, we trust our own backbone. And when we trust our own backbone, we can open our heart because we feel safe to do so. 
And when we open our heart, we allow ourselves to express our true essence more freely. So what's the point of all this? What's the benefit of that? The benefit is that so much of our joy in this life is the expression of our own light, the expression of our energy, the sharing that generously with other people and watching them be lit up by that and then receiving that. And it's this harmonious reciprocal relationship. However, so many of us are so, we're hiding we're hiding because we don't trust ourselves. We, we don't have the capacity in our bodies to actually be who we are because it's so scary. And there's so much shame around who we are that we don't actually embody our own light. And then we, we don't offer that to each other. And we lose out and other people lose out. And so the space between really gives us time to connect to what's true, to connect gently and softly again to our innocence, to listen deeply, to restore, to rest, to receive. And although it sounds <laughs> lovely, it's not uncommon in this space to feel like we're floating, to feel spacey, lost, very confused, to feel, and this was a, one of the most difficult ones for me, but a deep sense of purposelessness. I would say to myself all the time in this space, what's the point? What's the point? Why am I even here? And I think that's one of the reasons for that is because we've been taught that unless we're producing, we are not on purpose, which is such a crock of shit. <laughs> Another way we can feel in this space is unmotivated, uninspired, apathetic, numb, depressed. It's not uncommon to have suicidal ideation in this space. We can feel ambivalent, lonely, isolated, exhausted, especially if we're resisting being in the space. We can feel empty, blank, and a big one for me also was identi identitylessness. It felt like I was no one. Sorry for the airplane. <laughs> Suddenly I'm living under a flight path, which is not what I expected. Um, but feeling identitylessness was so difficult because it was like, well, then who do I be? <laughs> like, what do I hold on to? How am I supposed to create anything if I don't even know who I am? And a big gift of the space between is we start to explore who we really actually are, which can be overwhelming um, and something that we kind of explore more deeply in the next two phases to come. But this very much is a space where we begin to ask that question, who am I really? And it's also not uncommon in the space between to feel like we're a failure and to become very impatient and like we might get left behind if we don't get going. Some common thoughts in the space based off of my own experience and the people who were in the beta run of this program are, will I be stuck here forever? Will I ever feel like myself again? Will I ever dream again? I am a failure. I fucked up my life. I'm going to get left behind. I am nothing. And an interesting one, am I dying? Which is 
one I definitely thought for myself, I thought, am I? I feel so like nothing. That is, is this what happens before you're about to exit? Because I feel purposelessness. I feel I don't know who I am. I feel like nothing. So does that mean I'm headed out? Does that mean I'm about to exit? And it was a serious thought I had in this space, um, which also led me to the thought of what's the point? Why am I here? And have I made some big mistake? Have I made some big life mistake where now my life is just nothing? And this all sounds very intense, and it is very intense when you are in the space between, but we can trust it. We can trust that even in this time where these thoughts are circulating in our mind, that we are in exactly the right place. And a huge part of being in this place is remembering to remain connected to our hearts and to remember to remain connected to that deep inner knowing, that voice that says, you are in exactly the right place. And just because you can't see where you're going doesn't mean you're not exactly where you're meant to be. And remaining connected to our hearts is on a daily basis so important in this space. And if we have the space to do that, to do whatever it takes to connect. For me, I went on a lot of walks <laughs> in nature and I cried a lot. And one of the most difficult parts I found about being in the space between was the isolation that came with it, which my sense is, is that it's by design. So my experience with that was suddenly I felt very alone, like all the friends that I used to connect to and rely on were gone, and that I didn't really have anyone I could speak the truth of my experience to that would understand. And whenever I tried, it only pushed people away, which was really hard. And it took me to a very dark place. And I think more and more we'll be able to meet each other in this space because more and more of us are, are going through it. But especially now, which is one of the benefits of the Dissension Cycle program is that there is a community component to it where we meet every other week to just talk about our experience. It's essentially kind of like sitting around the fire with each other and just being witnessed in our experience because we don't need fixing in any of these phases. There's nothing wrong. We just need to be witnessed in our experience. And there's so much relief in that. And I think when it comes to the space between, there is a component of it or there is a natural design of all of those stores closing and of feeling in isolation. I think especially and mostly in this phase, the being in isolation is actually totally correct. And the reason for that is, again, which is the purpose of the space between, is that we are being redirected into ourselves. We are learning how to self-source. And sometimes the only way we will come to that place within ourselves is if we are forced to. 
<laughs> Especially if we are resisting the space and we feel it so intensely, we will want to reach out and, you know, glom on to other people. And it's like, please tell me I'm safe. Please tell me I'm okay. Please help. And we would then never turn home and find that place within. Another part of the space between that's really important that I think a lot of us have a difficult time with, I know I did for sure, is the loss and letting go. Is actually letting go of the old life. And this is a space where we can gently let go of those extra tethers we still hold on to that we know are pieces and parts of an old life that are no longer in resonance with who we truly are and where we're going. And the more we hold on, the longer we stay in the space between. And so some things that we might be still holding on to would be an identity, who we thought we were, who we thought we were going to be, dreams, what we thought we'd be doing, what we thought we really wanted, but maybe that's changing. And can we let go of that to make room for a more true dream, a dream that truly honors our, our heart and our soul. And relationships is a big one also. Are we still holding on to friendships, to family members, to romantic partners that actually never really were good for us and are no longer in resonance with our truth and what we need? And also places and homes where we thought we'd live. Sometimes the place where we're at kicks us out <laughs> or we just don't feel home anymore. And the space between is a chance for us to actually let go and just let ourselves be in gestation, to let ourselves be in the question mark, living in the question mark. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I don't know who I am. And this is the place where I can slow down and not try to figure that out, but allow myself to find slowness, to find rest, and to be in a softened space of receiving so that I might naturally, in divine timing, receive the glimmers of what's next. And to close this out, some ways that you can support yourself the most in the space between is by understanding and coming to peace with the truth that you cannot think yourself out of this space. You cannot act yourself or move or force yourself out of this space. It will only make you feel crazy. <laughs> it will only make you feel frustrated and like you are going to be stuck in this place forever. It's kind of like when you drive through the mud or the snow and your tires, your wheels are spinning and the more you press the gas, the deeper you dig yourself in <laughs> and the harder it is to get out. So in this space, 
one of the best ways you can support yourself is to sink into the nothingness of it, to sink into this place of receiving and to let yourself be alchemized by whatever is there to meet you, by your grief, by your fear, by the loss, and to release the expectation around what will happen and when it all will end, when you will be shifted out of this space between, to really honor the sacred pause by actually pausing <laughs> and to let yourself rest and and be replenished because you will enter all in due time a space of creation and expansion. You will be brought to the doorway of a threshold where you will be asked to begin to increase your capacity to hold the level of light that is ready to merge with your body for this next phase of creation and expansion for this next part of your life where you will be living more in tune with your true essence and offering that to the world. And so to take this time for the gift that it is to rest, to replenish, to live into the question mark and trust the nothingness of it. And to trust that, and to teach your body that it can trust, that it's okay to go slow. And that what is meant for you is not going to miss you. And that actually one of the best things you can do to be in flow is to step out of flow for a minute. To not be in the river, but instead perched on the side of it, soaking up the sun, listening to the breeze flow through the trees. And being in a space of the pregnant pause the sacred pause, the space where you get to receive the messages of your heart's truth of what you are really ready for next and what is the most attuned step and direction for your life next. I'm going to leave you with a few prompts to ask yourself if you're in this space and if you're not in this space, you can save this for a time when you will be because my understanding and sense of this dissension cycle is that it's kind of the cycle of life and that we go through it over and over and over again and we go through it we can go through it on a daily basis in very small ways and then we can go through it in very big ways on a multi-year basis and so you can always return to this and even listening to this, if you're not in this space, it might help you in the phase that you're in because this understanding might help you to learn how to work with the energy of the space you're in better. So the question or the prompts to ask yourself are, what do I fear will happen if I let go? What do I fear will happen if I stop creating for a while? Where am I resisting rest? And what judgments do I have around pausing? And a big one, what would feel truly, deeply replenishing to my body and soul at this time? And how can I give myself those things? The space between is a time to hold yourself very gently 
It's a time where you are very open and porous and raw. It's not a time to force yourself into anything, but a time to sink deep, deep down into the space between and to trust that you don't need to control or move or force yourself in any direction. That when the time comes, when it's time to move, you will know. And often those insights towards movement come when we have rested enough and come when we are in a space of soft receiving and we start to notice glimmers and hear little insights. And when we do, because we've been in the space between for so long, it's such an exciting thing and a breath of fresh air as we realize that (laughs) life exists beyond this place. And when we've been stuck in that place for so long, it's a very exciting feeling to have. And we appreciate it that much more. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and this mini-series that will be running through August on the Dissension Cycle. I hope that it was helpful for you. And if this does look like something you might want to join us on, The link is in the description below. The link is on the Instagram and the website and wherever it is that you find your links to my work and all the things. And if you have any questions at all, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm really excited for the next crew of people that will be together in the fall. It's been so beautiful to witness the people that have joined for the beta over the summer and how beautiful of and supportive of a community and a space they're creating for each other. So I will leave it at that. If you like this episode and you don't want to miss the next one, you can hit that follow button wherever you listen. And if you really like this episode and you feel like leaving a written review and a rating over at Apple Podcasts, I would super appreciate it. It just helps me to grow this thing and get it into more of the ears and hearts of the people who might need to hear it. Okay, until next time.